Come follow us on our journey to get a low-budget DIY feature film from script to screen and beyond. And beyond. No, nobody knows who we are. <laughs> Look at yourselves. Realistically, nobody's going to give you that money. Nobody. You don't know who the fuck you are. It's a complete risk. You are unknown. This is our first feature film. Something we're going to do together. Uh, you're going to get it warts at all. <laughs> For now, you're just some pair of videos like everyone else. It's all about making something out of nothing. I kind of think we could. Never wait for permission, just start. This is DIY Cinema Cult. Hello, lovely DIY Cinema Cult listeners. Um, it's Mark here. I'm just walking around my flat. Um, Aaron is in Barcelona at the In Edit Festival. Um, he has taken a, a work in progress, rough cut of free party, or a section of, about 40 minutes of the film, um, to the In Edit Festival um, uh, in Barcelona, and hopefully drum up some interest and possible funding to finish his, his doc. Um, uh, the plan was I was supposed to, supposed to be there uh, with him, um, uh, and it's a real shame because it was, uh, you know, it was what we were planning on from the start of the podcast that we were kind of going, oh, maybe this time next year we'll be at some fancy festival, uh, you know, and this was going to be the first opportunity. But um, I uh, kind of last minute just couldn't pull it off because I didn't have any money in my bank account. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit broke at the moment, so I just couldn't swing it. Uh, anyway, um I will be calling Aaron up uh, shortly um, to see how it's going. The film is playing today. So I'm going to call him in, in a couple of hours and just talk to him before uh, he goes in um, to the to the film screen. He's out there with Kate, his missus at the moment. Um, so we will call them up shortly and see how, see how they're doing. Yeah, it's a real shame. I'm just kind of in my flat kind of going, oh, I'm supposed to be in Barcelona now. But never mind, it, you know, such is life. Um, and I'm so, he's done so well to get the, the film into the shape it's currently in, even though it's very work in progress. He's got like, um, you know, last time I was working on it with him, he had like a good old half an hour that was really quite, quite finished and, and well polished. And I think since then he's done another. 10 minutes of, of, of the middle of the, of the film, a section that he really wanted to put across. You don't need me to tell you all of this. Aaron will kind of fill us in properly. He's the, he's the man. Hello. Hello, Barcelona. Can you hear us, Barcelona? How are <laughs> you doing? You We're good. We're very good. How are you doing? God, it looks sunny over there, man. Oh, mate. Oh, mate. Yesterday was 24 degrees. Oh, it was a complete surprise, I have to say. We kind of assumed that, well, you know, it's November, so it's November everywhere. It's all November is the same everywhere. But yeah. actually, no, I hate to say it, we've been down the beach twice. Oh, my God. God almighty. <laughs> There's Kate. Hey, Kate, how you doing? 
<laughs> so you can see, so you can, uh, yeah, we're going to try and get somewhere slightly off the real main bit, so it's not quite so noisy. Okay, okay. Have you checked out uh, where it's where you're screening? Do you know what, what the theatre's like and everything, or like that? Yeah, we uh, we had quite a fun night on my actual birthday night, which was yeah. um, on Sunday. We went to the cinema that the film's going to be on, and yeah. we watch the Idols film, film about the Idols. Oh, fantastic. Know, right, brilliant. Which is great. And there was a strange and surreal moment where we were sitting, you know, in a lovely cinema in Barcelona near the sort of university area. Yeah. And we were uh, soaking up the Idols. And then there was a clip of uh, Ali Pali and uh, Fern Park Road as the, the Idols, the band, went to do a gig there. And there was just this surreal moment where we oh, were wow. like, suddenly a shot of us <laughs> driving down from Park Road. And we were like, what's going on? After, you know, not having slept very much the night before, you know, post <laughs> <final> game. <laughs> you thought we were having some weird flashback or something. It's like, what? Have we been transported back to Fern uh -huh. Park Road and Ali Pali? So yeah, so we're, we're is, that, is that a work in progress film? That one, The Idols? Is that one that's kind of on part of the festival? No, so there's there's basically most of the films are completed music documentaries. Oh, okay, um, got you. So uh, I would say you know the strand that we're on is just a single day, okay, and uh, in one of the screens. So we can go left here. Um, so it's it's predominantly a music documentary festival with films that are finished. Yeah, um, and so. You know, there was a, there's obviously the Idols film. There was a film uh, about Dinosaur Junior. Um, oh, there was a film about Jane Birkin, Charlotte Gainsbourg. So there's lots and lots of, you know, good, high-end, really kind of well-made uh, music documentaries. And then, yeah, the strand that, that we're on is the kind of work-in-progress strand. It's literally right. just called in, in progress, in edit, in progress. And... Today, this afternoon, the films will be um, uh, from like half four till 9.30. Uh, and they're in all sorts of different levels of kind of completion. So mm. two, two of the films are literally just showing a trailer. Mm -hmm. uh, and then obviously my film is showing, you know, the first half an hour or so with some sections mm -hmm. from the middle. And then other films are basically a rough cut. So they've got, they're not graded, they're not sound mixed, but they're kind of, the story is complete, if you like. And then there's one completely finished film. So, um, so yeah, it's a real spread between all of the different sort of, you know, uh, levels of work in progress. But of course, it's terrifying for us to show something that's not finished because you kind of, you, yeah. you have a feeling of you're going to be explaining where the gaps are to an audience. You know? So, yeah. So what kind of format is it taking? Are you having to stand up and do a bit of a chat pre or yes. after yeah okay there's lots of cyclists here you can see as we oh yeah don't get knocked down <laughs> no one to get knocked down uh... <laughs> it's like you're running with the the bulls but it's just people on bikes yeah, yeah. through the back streets of, of barcelona <laughs> uh, and are you uh, nervous to totally terrified i think just you know showing it to anybody you know your immediate circle of kind of friends and colleagues yeah. you know i mean you've seen it obviously uh, Nick and uh, Andrew have seen it, and um, and that's kind of about it, you know. Pretty much yeah. nobody else has seen it, so uh, yeah, you just have no idea. And also, what's kind of interesting, we were talking to the guy from Kickstarter today, mm. who uh, yesterday 
who uh, he's not watched it either. Uh, but sort of talking about, well, how audience have any sense of the backstory will mm. they have any idea of what a, a traveler is will they have mm. even any idea what acid house was you know is in how much of the kind of information mm. that we have in the film do you feel like you needed to we needed to flesh out and i suppose we've kind of landed somewhere in the middle as in we've done yeah. a bit of explaining and then <laughs> we've kind of pushed forward with the three-party story yeah, I feel like you've done a good job at that already. You don't, you don't, you don't kind of throw people in cold. You kind of, you kind of, you, you, I think you're quite aware in the, in the film that you've done so far that you know some people might not have all the background knowledge. Yeah, and you've given them yeah. a bit of detail. But I tell you what, you'll probably see today when you watch it today in front of an audience. I always find whenever I watch a film of mine in front of an audience, that's when I suddenly become hyper aware of all the little kind yeah. of holes or inadequacies. So you'll probably, you'll probably look oh. at it with fresh eyes today and go, oh yeah, we do need to flesh out a bit, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's yeah. going to be, I think that's partly going to be the sort of scary feeling is like you suddenly realise, what were we thinking when you see something on a massive yeah. screen and you've kind of put something together in a certain way that feels like it makes some sense. Yeah. And then you see it on a big screen, you see it through, yeah, a hundred other people's sets of eyes. That's it, and uh, just context as well. Just yeah, just you, you're watching it as an audience member, going, ah, that isn't as clear as I want it to be, yeah. or that's not as yeah. Totally. And, and so, who and who is in the audience? Like, is there going to be possible investors at this thing? Is that the is that the deal? Well, I, I I mean, I would assume, and this is you know only kind of an assumption, but I would assume and I would hope that there's some. Uh, sort of people interested in in films that are in progress so some yeah. of those will be maybe distributors maybe sales agents and uh and you know you you kind of don't know for sure but you sort of hope that somehow that kind of gives you a bit of interest in some way or another wow. so um it's it's a it's a complicated kind of situation but i think what's interesting about it i would imagine also is it's quite near the university so there's probably going to be quite a lot of film students there yeah film students who are just interested in uh, the the making of the film and the way that it could potentially uh, you could see a kind of glimpse into the process yeah and obviously particularly if some people have got uh, films that are almost complete and other people have got films that are pretty much um pretty much you know just started so, uh, yeah, if you were a film student, I think that would be really interesting. So, yeah, yeah it's hard to know. Hopefully, yeah, we get some interest. Out very, of it. Uh, very exciting. Are you like about an hour and a bit away before your screening? Is that, is, um, is that about right? Uh, no, but the, but the films themselves, because there's a whole tranche of films. Oh, films I see, right. Yeah, they, that's, should we go through Plus Real? Oh, just I had to name drop that one there, mate. Going through Plus Real. <laughs> <laughs> so and so what time is your actual screening for free party so 8 15 tonight 8 15 tonight right okay it looks like we've got a so at least at the moment about 75 percent uh seats been taken up which is pretty good very so it's not good wow be, very good yeah um and i mean you know the thing about it is is that uh it's a whole day's worth of screening. Mm. So uh, this is the longest I've been in the cinema for, uh, for two years at least. Yeah. You know, so there's something quite unusual about the feeling of sort of going to watch a bunch of films back to back. So yeah. I think we might 
dip in and out a little bit. Yeah? <laughs> films at the start, films in the middle, and some of them are 70 minutes long. Some of them are completely unfinished. So yeah, yeah. We, it might be about kind of pacing our our amount of uh, of watching. And and it's quite interesting here that you know the COVID situation in cinemas. There's a hundred percent mask wearing. Anybody oh. inside is wearing a mask all the time. Wow, it's a, quite a different story from from London. Uh, yeah. But um, but it's uh, yeah we can go left. Uh, but um, but yeah, being in a cinema, I felt like a real treat the other day on my birthday because first time oh. I've actually done it. Uh, but, did you uh, have yeah. Did you have a brilliant birthday then? It was lovely, wasn't it? Oh, it was lovely. Birthday. Yeah, quite a few gin and tonics, quite a bit of food, uh, a few more gin and tonics, <laughs> and uh, then film. And yeah, it was it was lovely. And I think it'd be quite nice now is we're going to kind of go and meet the other filmmakers. So you kind of right. get a bit of that feeling of being in a film festival situation. You know, there's a, a film. It's, it's properly international. There's uh, a film uh, with two uh, filmmakers from Tokyo. There's uh, another British team who are sort of uh, about doing a film about the um, the girl pop uh, band scene in in Scotland. So they're sort of Scottish film filmmakers. Oh, I've ba- I've uh, backed them on Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a really good doc. Yeah, it looks really interesting. So they're just showing a trailer, but but they'll be there. And um, and then there's I think there's two Spanish teams and then there's one from South America. So a really interesting spread. And we're going to go and chat to them now and hang out in that kind of way that you do, which is just like it kind of seems surreal that that would, you know, it's been so long since I've done anything like this where you're at a film yeah. where you go and meet other filmmakers. There's things to kind of hang out and do and watch other people's films. So yeah, yeah. That is that is always always really important with festivals. I, I mean, some festivals yeah. are much worse at doing that than others, but it sounds like that one's got a lot for you to kind of get you, you know, get involved with. Yeah, and I mean, I think they're being slightly cautious because of the uh, COVID situation. So yeah. you know, there's there's not been big sort of indoor kind of drinks things and stuff like that. And at, at the screenings themselves, everyone seems to kind of congregate outside the cinema. Yeah, uh, and you know, people are chatting and and you know, hanging out and having a beer and what have you. But it's sort of, you know, there's none of that kind of oh, there's a party inside here. And I think yeah. that's all due to the COVID situation. Because I was going to um, say, like afterwards, you know, if would there be any kind of reception where people who would be interested in getting involved would be able to make contact with you, or do you think that'll be an email kind of uh, thing? It, yeah, I guess the thing is because the screenings are going on all day. I'm kind of going to have to just sort of go and lurk outside, I guess. Yeah. It's definitely not for like my film. Hey, did you yeah. like my film? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I've got some love cabbages to give out. So I'm going to kind of uh, yeah. give a few love cabbages out when I go outside. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, what's interesting and exciting as well is that some of the free party community that have, have put money into the film are Barcelona based. So we'll definitely Brilliant. have a few people from within the scene here, you know. Fantastic. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. So that, that wow. kind of is quite exciting. And, you know, sort of making contact with people, you know, in, in, a, in a different place. Yeah. And, uh, you can hear this very noisy. We're walking down the La Ramblas at the moment. And it's, it's kind of not touristy time, but it's packed. It's packed everywhere. Uh. Kind of, kind of mad. I'm very it's kind jealous, of lunchtime, mate. I guess. So. Yeah, I know it is. It is fabulous. We went to see the the church. We did the tourist things today. We went to the yeah. church of the Sagrada family, and we've been to the beach. So, 
you know, and now we go and hang out with filmmakers. Oh man, have a brilliant time. What's the best thing for me to do later on then about contacting you? Do you want to text me when you're out and then we can do a quick catch up call after, yeah, after the screening? Yeah, I'll give you a shout. We'll, so we'll be, the film will be finished by 9.15 UK time. Yeah. And uh, I think we'll probably try and get out after that and just have a beer. Yeah. Uh, just because we might well need it. So there might be a bit of chat afterwards. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll just give you a shout after. So it'll be half eight or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Give me a text and then I, I can do a call, uh, do a Zoom thing and then we can do the same thing again. Great stuff. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Mate, good luck. Thank you, man. You're going to you. smash you it. Here. The film is looking great. And I think people are going to oh, absolutely love it. A massive thanks to you as well, all your incredible work. I think I was talking to someone the other day uh, mm. about it and they said, oh, they've seen a lot of rave docs and stuff. So Nick, the, the other editor guy, yeah. he said, I've seen a lot of rave docs and stuff like that. And what none of them have is all of the graphic side, which we've put into it. So Brilliant. massive thanks to you for your Mate, it was so incredible much fun. work. And, oh, and we, we got we got to get it, get it finished. Yes. By, uh, by was, the deadline for next year. Absolutely. It was so much fun uh, working on it. So, and obviously will be to continue to work on it. Yeah, let's get it yeah. finished for next year. Um, right, mate, I'll let you go because you're in Barcelona and it's no fun just chatting yeah, to me on a mobile phone when you're in Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, have a brilliant time. Have fun at Cheers, the screenings mate. and I'll speak to you tonight. Nice one, man. See All right, mate. Later. Love to Kate. Adios, adios. Adios, adios. Oh, well, there you go. Aaron and Kate in sunny, sunny Barcelona. Uh, and I'm in... Oh, it's quite sunny outside. Crouchen's quite sunny outside at the moment. It's fine. But what I wouldn't give to be hanging out in Barcelona and seeing the cut of Free Party tonight. Anyway, listen, we're going to catch up with Aaron later. Um, once he comes out of the screening, no doubt he will be slightly giddy and refreshed with a couple of uh, cocktails or beers, but um, so it should make for an entertaining call. Good luck, Aaron. Good luck, free party. Break a leg, darling. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come over and say hello to you. Do you want to be on an episode of the podcast? Oh, no, not really. Why not? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, you're already on the podcast. Yeah, you're the sexy lady voice that goes DIY cinema cult. <laughs> yeah, but that's enough. Okay. What did you want to ask me? I wanted to ask you: Are you jealous that Kate and Aaron are in Barcelona and we? Oh yeah. And we're in Crouch End. I'm very jealous. It's a bit cold and autumny here, yeah. isn't it? So I'm going to do like I'm going to. Jude, come here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, lick the microphone. Also, you're going to be the makeup and wardrobe for old man. Yeah, are you recording? Right I'm recording now? it all now, right now. <laughs> so, uh, what what kind of hair and makeup do you want for the old man? You wanted me to do the kiss look, right? <laughs> the brothers. I the, kiss yeah, that, that's what I thought. Yeah, full kiss makeup. Okay. I've got to remember I it's mean, the cat. The the... 
It's going to be weird though because we're going to we've got our location, haven't we? Mm. And we're all going up, like me, you, and Jude. Mm. So we're going to be like a little yeah. travelling circus. We're going to be like Paul McCartney and Linda McCartney. Paul McCartney, Linda McCartney after the Beatles split up. Yeah. And they go off into the country. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to wear like seriously woolly old man jumpers. Are you? Lovely. I might grow my armpit hair. <laughs> okay. Maybe <laughs> we should rethink this. Maybe we don't need to make this film. <laughs> I think ladies with armpit hair is nice. Okay, I'll grow mine. Okay. Thing is, because I've got oh. so many tattoos, I'll just, I'll just straight away look like a biker. <laughs> Jude, we're gonna be living up. We're gonna be living in the mountains for a week. Jude, are you gonna help when Daddy makes the film? Jude, you know when we're making the old man, are you gonna be helpful and quiet? <laughs> no, no, he says no. You are listening to the debut feature film podcast. This is DIY Cinema Cult. Well, it's the, it's the next day now. I didn't hear from Aaron uh, that night. Um, I hope the screening went well. I did get a text from him. His, his phone ran out. His phone ran out. So that's what happened. Um, so we didn't end up doing a call, but we will catch up with him on the phone. A little later, um, but I did get word from him that the, the screening went great. Um, uh, Pardon? What do you want? Really? Yeah? What do you think about Uncle Aaron um, going over to um, Barcelona with the film? Do you think it's good? I think it's been good? Mama? Yeah, I think so too. But I did see a picture. I did see a picture on social media and he was stood up in front of a crowd having to do a Q&A and... Um, it looked, you know, quite a big um, screening room that they were in, auditorium, theatre. Um, he did say it was terrifying. I hope it went well. I just hope there's some kind of good response uh, from this. I hope some people see it who can maybe help out and help with some funding to get the film over the line because we do want to get it finished for next May. So Jude, what do you think about Old Man shooting next March? you think we're going to get everything together for it? Wow. I booked the location last June thinking, you know, well, March is a long, long time off. And now look where we are. We're already in November. I know. And guess what comes after November? Christmas. And then it'll be January before we know it. Jude, you think we can do it, don't you? Yeah, you're confident we can pull off the shoot in March and get a load of people up to the lakes. Do you think do you think we can get our Kickstarter done in time and raise some money to to pay everyone? Do you think that's a, do you think it's kind of feasible given the given that Christmas is around the corner? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's my big worry is that we don't um you know, get the funds in place because we've got we've only got like an incredibly short amount of time to get them together, haven't we? And, um, you know, if we don't get them together, then what? I think we can do it, Jude, right? Do you believe in me? Good. Well, if you do, then then it's okay. Hey, Jude, should we go and see the choo-choo trains? Should we go and see the choo-choo trains? Yeah. Yeah, let's go and see them. Come on. I'll get your coat. We're making a movie. 
did it all go tell us tell us the goss it was quite nerve-wracking as you'd expect was it a big old crowd big old audience was i would say it was about half full uh, yeah. which wasn't too bad it's a pretty big cinema probably 200 capacity something like that right so maybe just just a little bit under but um we certainly have one of the fuller screenings because yeah. there were uh five maybe six films in total uh and ours was kind of second to last it was really well received. I got up and did a Q&A. There was uh, really lovely sort of responses, actually. Everybody mm. who kind of asked a question from the audience was very positive about it. Um, of course, it's terrifying seeing your work absolutely massive from the front row, clearly work in progress. Yeah. And looking at all the flaws, you spend the whole time going, oh, what did we what, do that? What kind, of things jumped, what kind of things jumped out at you that you'd want to... Address. Well, I mean, I think story-wise, it um, it felt very uh, clear, which was yeah. good. As you know, I was I wasn't as worried too much about the story. Mm. I think there are times when you watch something like that that you kind of fill in the problems in your mind. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I could feel myself occasionally going, "Ah, oh, yeah, that little bit's a problem," and I'm kind of know what will be done to fix it, so it's yeah. sort of okay, you know. So it was all those little moments where you think, yeah, what, what, we're, we're, this, this makes sense to me and mm. to, you know, the people closest to the project, but chances are other people are not going to really get that nuance. Um, and then obviously there were obvious things, music, uh, music being too, too quiet and mm. mixed voices sounding wrong. Um, and then there was also, I suppose, a sort of sense occasionally where it just needed some space, you know? It just mm. needed atmosphere and and to feel like you were in the, the story with the people yeah. that were telling the story. Um, but actually, generally, I was I was pretty, pretty pleased for the current state of where it is, the roughness of it, that um, it did feel like it, it, it got the story across and obviously in the end of the day that's the main thing i mean everybody was very kind about it and seemed to have understood yeah the story uh, pretty well so you know it was a, it was a slightly unfortunate situation in some ways in mm. that usually at a film festival you get kind of time to hang out at the bar and schmooze yeah. afterwards a little bit and talk to people and you know strangers will come up to you and talk about things and there was a tiny bit of that but but because of um because of covid they just really hadn't uh, been able to put on kind of events or right, and, right. you know so there was a little bar at the, the 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 cinema but it was kind of like go in and get your drinks and then take it outside and so oh, yeah. people were sort of hanging outside the cinema a little bit and i did get approached by some 
some people, a, a filmmaker who's wanted to do something around the Spanish scene, interestingly, and right. um, somebody else who said, oh, I've got some footage. A few good leads, you know, the, brilliant, the brilliant. Uh, a French film festival and a Spanish film festival, both really interested in putting the film on next year. Um, and then I also did an interview for um, Spanish Press, which has gone into, uh, has been published. And, Very um, nice. What an amazing experience then to kind of have that uh, audience perspective view on the film at this stage. You know, it, yeah. must, be, it must be really beneficial because it must give you a really clear idea of things you want to tweak and change and reorder maybe. Yeah, it felt like a kind of safe enough environment to screen mm. something pretty unpolished yeah. to get a flavour of, you know, where the where the, the issues are, what the gaps are. I mean, it, and it was interesting getting feedback from people as well, because some people were like, oh, I want to I want to know more. I want to go deeper. And mm. other people were like, yeah, maybe we don't need quite as much of that. Did the Q&A kind of take that format that they were they, it was kind of a very feedback based conversation going on? Generally, uh, there was a kind of host who was a uh, mm. really great guy who was from Kickstarter, who was um, who really helped me get through the whole process of making um, the campaign. Uh, and I think he's somebody we should get on the show, actually, because he's made a documentary himself entirely DIY. And obviously, wow. he's now working with lots of um, filmmakers to sort of realise their projects, you know, mm. and he's a, a goldmine of information. But he, he sort of hosted and he kind of um, uh, asked me sort of initial questions and then opened it up to the floor. And, um, and yeah, I had maybe three or four questions from people, all of which, all of whom said, really loved it, think it's fantastic, really interesting project. And then, you know, the questions were, well, some of them were allow around, you know, where the archive has come from, the archive footage. Mm. Uh, some were also around you know, the, um, the challenges involved in sort of telling a very big story in a, in a, in a sort of narrative sense. Mm. Uh, and then others were, were kind of interested in some sort of nuts and bolts, really, and, and particularly talking about the relevance, contemporary relevance of the story. So people were yeah. interested in it, in the fact that obviously there's an anniversary coming up next year, but um, the, the, the law changes. And I think there was a lot of... Um, positivity uh about yeah. it from the audience amazing i'm so pleased it went it went well um, was, no, was no man no man or woman with a big bag of money could tap you on the shoulder outside the cinema no no sugar oh. daddies or, or mummies no sadly this I, th and I think a little bit of that was partly because the the industry uh events that might be usually put on mm. and things like this were kind of not a feature. And I think this was yeah. generally because of COVID, sadly. Yeah. Whereas, you know, like I said earlier, you you tend to kind of be able to show the film, oh, and there's a there's a thing that's happening later and we're all hanging out at the bar. Yeah. And just, they just didn't go for those sorts of stuff. And it was basically because of COVID, sadly. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it was great to have that feeling of being back in a festival again. But yeah. yes, just slightly missed that industry side, which yeah. I know is where a lot of deals are done, a lot of handshakes are made and a lot of uh, projects are sort of, yeah. you know, start their process of being greenlit. And and sadly, I think that was a, that was a, a sort of symptom of COVID being 
Yeah, cancelling yeah. out that side of things. I suppose sure. now we've got to think about where do we go for um, finishing funds, really, don't we? If we want to get the film done for next May or March or May, whenever you said, it's um, we, yeah. need, we need to kind of find that tailored money for licensing of the tracks and the, and the archive and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's definitely the big one now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think, I think uh, interestingly, a couple of... Uh, funds have popped up that I've spotted that, you know, mm. very short notice, but um, it, I think it's going to be uh, a combination of um, applying for whatever's out there in terms of sort of, you know, those finishing funds that there are, mm. and there are a few, um, but also getting it to the point where I can screen a rough cut version to sales and distributors um, and maybe there's some distribution deal that can start to kind of pay for things on the commercial side. Yeah. Um, or uh, or just getting it ready uh, with the, you know, with the whatever's left with the, the funds, trying to get it into the festivals for that festival screening. Um, and, uh, you know, that can be your platform for, for sort of sales agents and distributors to sort of, come on board and or or a broadcast or, or the like to kind of get your finishing funds so yeah. but uh, yeah it was very interesting seeing the context uh, uh of each of the films because they they definitely took different approaches and mine was probably the most um uh i guess historical mine was also probably the most political um, and yeah. it was mentioned the political aspect um which you know of course that's in there yeah, and there was, you know, there were plenty of other things that we didn't get to see, sadly. Mm. You know, film on Jane Birkin and, um, you know, we we had tickets but didn't make it to the film on Dinosaur Jr. And yeah. Loads and loads of good stuff. Do you, you recommend The Idols one then? Was yeah. that good? Very good, yeah. the I mean, The Idol stock is, um, I think it starts off and you're thinking this is just going to be for the fans. Mm. But by the end, you really get why what the filmmaker is talking about and he's he kind of elevates it to being a little bit more like um the band has created a sort of moment social moment in time mm. uh they've kind of created a scene around themselves and mm. again they're very positive very sort of um joyous even though they, they come across as these sort of mm. angry shouting kind of mm. guys they're really you know uh they're very sort of socially aware and there's a real sense of um of a community building around them, which mm. is very positive community, supportive community of other um, people in, in sort of Bristol, Bristol area or yeah. other bands in the Bristol area. So yeah, definitely worth watching. Worth watching. Oh man, I'm so glad the screening went well. Yeah. Uh, was, yeah. Was, was it terrifying then standing up and saying your bit and doing the, doing yeah, the chat? I mean, definitely. I was pretty terrified before. Um, <laughs> strangely, I always have a sudden feeling of, uh, being kind of quite calm when someone gives me a microphone. Yeah. I, you must have felt this a little bit when you were doing stand-up. Yeah. Sort of strange feeling of like, well, I can, I'm now the boss now because yeah. I, can make, <laughs> I can make a very loud noise if I want and I can <laughs> control the noise in this room. I don't know what it is. It's like, it's like yeah. a little bit like when you're filming somewhere quite uh dangerous but you know you've got your kind of eye looking through the eyepiece and suddenly yeah. things drift away and you suddenly go 
I was a bit nervous before, but now I'm just looking at what's happening in this frame. Yeah, it's kind of, it's yeah. odd, isn't it? You get a bit kind of tunnel vision a little bit and it just, yeah. kind of, it's almost like you're on, you're, you're on your own. You're completely alone a little bit sometimes. Yeah. It's quite an odd so, sensation. So it definitely felt that weirdly when the, when they gave me a microphone, I was really nervous beforehand. Then mm. I got up and the microphone was like, oh, okay. Well, well done. Well done. Thanks, mate. I'll let you get on. I'm going to have a read of your um, new scripts as well. Oh, yes. All right, mate. Well, take care. Well done on the screening again. Thank you. Nice one, mate. Appreciate all the support, as always. Oh, no, and, no problem. Uh, yeah, let's let's meet up next week and chat about uh, your films. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, mate. Take care. Um, Love to everyone. Bye-bye. on twitter at diy cinema cult or on instagram we are diy underscore cinema underscore cult seek out the diy cinema cult group on facebook or why not email us at diy cinema cult at gmail.com follow us follow us follow us